Broadcasting service. Let me hit record real quick. Yeah, the, the fingerprints on your screen look like an entire landscape. <laughs> Shh, be quiet. <laughs> well, you're not gonna want to use this audio. <laughs> Nobody knows that I just started the live stream, but I just started the live stream. And um, we have a lot of things going on today. We have a man blowing up balloons. Because we're going to have a Friendsgiving feast extravaganza. Yeah, basically a feast extravaganza tomorrow, which will be our first party in the new Pleb Lab. But I miss parties in the old pleb lab. And it's just sad that that already belongs to the past. You know? Like that era is just gone now. Yeah, but um, closing of one era is the opening of a new one. Yeah. That's true. It's just, you know, like, you know how Dwight says, like, you don't know you're in the glory days until they're behind you, I think. Or I think Andy said that, actually. Uh, yeah, From the office. <laughs> yeah, or Jim. <laughs> Speaking of Jim. Speaking of Jim. Speaking of what? Yeah. Well, it is true. What are they doing? Why am I a woman being ignored at Pleb Lab? There's girls in Pleb Lab. Darren, uh, you didn't want to talk, so I guess I won't ask you a question. <laughs> Good. Okay. This has a hole in it. Okay, something I'm excited about that I'm doing here, that I, I can talk about what I'm working on. Uh, I've Actually, you know about this. I'm still working on it. I'm still finishing um, my Geyser UX research project. Well, because, like, the research part is done, but I've been writing a case study, like, right up on it and, like, what we did and what and what we discovered and what we learned and how we implemented it. And that has been really hard. Yeah. I remember um, about a month or two ago, you asked me for some feedback um, on the Geyser website. Yep. And uh, that was great. It was nice to contribute to uh, the work that you're doing. Thanks. No, I Nice. I want and I want to keep doing that. I want to keep because that was the thing that I feel like that was really useful that came out of doing this project was just me getting to do those like casual interviews of like, hey, have you used this before? What do you like about it? Just very simple stuff, which is what we talked about. Yeah. Like I want to be able to offer that to like anybody's project, just so you can be receiving feedback and making stuff better at all times. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Always Austin growing. Help you out at all with that. Austin, you helped me. I think come. I don't know. Yeah, everything. <laughs> My whole life. <laughs> Just Darren wanted to leave. That's what was going on. <laughs> it's not a star. Those balloons are the color of a turkey, kind of. Probably. The question is, will balloons last 24 hours? I'm just repeating for my live stream. <laughs> Oh, 
Okay, what's up? What are you doing? Uh, just working on some final touches for the for the pleb devs course. Yeah. It's coming out in ten days. That's some alpha. That's that's an announcement right there. That's an announcement right Most there. Most of the world won't know it until that's a drop. it just drops. That's uh, a drop on their faces. Yeah. So yeah, that's happening in about ten days. We're just finishing the promo. I'm I'm finishing some uploads and stuff like that. So be excited. <laughs> okay. What I was just talking about something that I'm trying to finish that's been difficult to finish. Has the course been difficult to finish? Yes. Um, what What can you talk about that? What What was hard? Uh, it was hard that no one was telling me what to do, and I had to do everything myself. Mm -hmm. And there was no like there was no time when it had to be done, and so it kept on getting pushed out. Yep. Uh, which is a good lesson. I mean, I think I could have structured how I was working on it a little bit better, but it, it's like a big, it's a big, one of those big ambiguous projects, like writing a book or something like that. Uh, it's just like it takes so long. You can't even imagine like all the different rabbit holes you're going to be going down uh, or like little things that might take days or weeks to get working um, before you can even continue in your regular progress. So yeah. It was stuff like that, but... <laughs> um, while you were talking, I was thinking of how I was going to respond, and then I forgot it. So you weren't listening? Yeah, I stopped listening at some some point there. But that's because I've been living this experience with you. Yeah. So I know, I know what you're talking about. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, we, we, what was I going to say, though? Like, what was I going to say? Or something like that. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. So when you're doing like a project like this, that's like um, you're the only one who's like making this thing exist. You're creating something and you're creating something on your own. And so you have to, it has to like exist off of your energy alone, like only your energy. So you have to like keep providing it your energy and that's really hard to maintain. Yeah. Uh, generally, uh, I, I tell, like, this is the same thing when you're trying to learn how to code or doing uh, anything that's big and takes a long time. And, like, I tell people, you need, you, this is why it's nice to take a class or take a course where there's a curriculum. And hopefully that curriculum has been structured in a way that makes sense, in a way to where you're not, you're learning a few new concepts each time, but you're also making a victory, you're making a win. Because you need feedback to keep going. You need positive feedback and, and consistent intervals or short enough intervals and, and able to keep doing something for a long time. This is why, like, a lot of, I mean, developers, like core developers, protocol developers, stuff like that, they end up quitting and getting burned out because what they have to do, it takes such a long time and there's no, like, positive there are not enough positive feedback that comes in through that. Like maybe they get a grant once a year, once a year. Maybe they get to release a paper or release a feature or something once a year. But like you need more feedback to like breadcrumbs to keep you going down the path. And so I mean, yeah, how do you do that with something like a course? I don't know. But you could. Do I feel like that's something journey. that you want people to learn from the courses that you are building. So like the people that you're trying to reach and like trying to teach. 
you want them to be able to like have a victory every time they do a lesson, right? I feel like that's built into your course. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a, a like in a sense, the victories are small in the course because it's you're building a piece of this one project the whole time. And you're like, okay, yeah. I got this piece working. I got this piece working. The, the I can log in now, and I couldn't 30 minutes ago. So it is these small wins, but you know that's kind of how you have to break it up. It's like if I have 25 or 30 concepts to teach, which might be completely brand new novel things for people hearing them, it's like, how do I break those up? In what order? Uh, how should they be grouped together? What's something that we can do on this that will like feel like we walk away and we've actually learned it? Um, so those are always considerations, and those considerations conflict with each other, and that's when you end up like changing things and rescoping. Um, but that's more like toward like at the beginning. Oops, at the beginning of the project when you have to do a lot of the rescoping. Not at the end. Uh, I mean, yeah, at the end a little bit. Oh, just to like package it for people? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I was going to ask you another question. And it was. But that was a good question I just asked you, though, wasn't it? What? <laughs> the last one. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> uh, whoa, what do you got there? Oh, really? I thought it was. <laughs> I was getting, hey, I was going to get Chipotle. I was literally about to go leave and eat dinner, and then you pulled me over here. So. Oh, okay. Well, you can, you can leave. Okay. You can leave. There's a leaf over there. There's a big, there's a big leaf over there. <laughs> You're leaf blowing? Um, Where are you working on, Jana? Um, oh, I was just talking about how I was finishing my UX research case study. But another thing that I'm working on is um, printing things. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start printing things here at PubLab. What kind of things? Right now, I know it's going to be stickers. Maybe in the future, it could be t-shirts. Maybe it could be tote bags. Maybe it could be art prints. I really hope it can be books. So I have a lot of ideas. Nice. I want soccer shorts. Oh, yeah. That would be cool, too. That would probably be pretty easy. Well, it's expensive to buy the shorts. But I want some, like, give me, like, that the SN stack of news. Give me some stack of news soccer shorts. Oh, that would be so sick. Yeah. And I want lab, those. What? Okay. What about tank tops? Tank, uh, no. But not like, no. but not like the, not like the girly tank tops. No, eh, like the no. boxy uh, tank no. tops. <laughs> I don't think so. I like cutoffs. Okay. I'll, you can make a shirt, and I'll cut the sleeves off. But okay. Just you know, tank tops are too ordered. Oh yeah. Girly. PBS used to have a cutoff tee representative. That was Kyle. Because Kyle always wore a cut-off tee. But times are so different. Now it's not even warm enough to wear a tank top in Austin, Texas. It's cold here now. Kind of, right? It's been cold. It's been chilly. It's been raining. Yeah. What else? Why? I don't know what else to do because nobody is 
nobody wants to talk to me. You want me to go get someone for you? Let's both just leave. Let's both just leave and go get people. <laughs> Okay. So I don't think anybody is currently watching. I hope not because we just left. I also don't know how to find that out. Should I find out? Let's see. I don't know. I'm not even logged into Twitter right now. And what? Your best first viewer. You, I think you got to be a little bit closer. Wait, actually, I can find out. Hello. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, oh, I was just going to say I'm logged out of Twitter because that's something I like to do. Mm. Like, I don't like to just stay logged in, my entertainment just getting sucked into my laptop on Twitter all day long. It doesn't always work out that way. Mm. But that's, that's my goal. What about you? I actually turned uh, my phone settings into Done that before. That is very powerful. How long has it been that way? Uh, I'm on week two now. Yeah. And my view time has gone down. Yeah. Um, it's. Uh, I can tell I'm addicted to my phone only because like the, those moments without it being on or without it in my hand, I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. When I open it, it's like, oh, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I did that. So I I did the monochrome like switch thing in like 2020, mm. and I for like most of the year I think it was like that. And it was so great, and it did. It's like, I, oh, I'm not, I don't want to look at this anymore. It's not fun to look at this anymore. <laughs> when it's like regular mode, you're not like thinking, oh, this is so fun. <laughs> you're seeing the visual colors, you're seeing all of like, it's a very good marketing device. So. But I had, to, I had to go back to color because I really like to take photos. Yeah, that's, I have been noticing that all my photos are <laughs> Mhm. Mm so I was like, I can't tell. It's a bad experience for the photos. Yep. 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 Okay, let's talk about you. What's going on with you? Um, actually, quite a lot. I graduate uh, next fall yep. from a local institution over here in Austin. Um, I won't talk to myself too much, just uh, know it's a university. Um, there are plenty. Uh, <laughs> we're a junior, and uh, that's kind of a big thing. Uh, obviously, comp side, but host a lot of projects on campus, um, Bitcoin-centric. One of our biggest projects is we're trying to build a, a Bitcoin mining group and UTXO management group on campus to onboard the students to how to interface and uh, deconstruct these miners, uh, both physically and then from a, a tech perspective. So I drafted my proposal last week, and then we send it uh, to campus administration have them approve the group, which should be very easy. Yeah. Um, I drafted a very, very thorough and in-depth proposal. Uh, 
providing a benefit um, for the campus as well as the students. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's a okay. Okay, so in that proposal, are you kind of like allocating what kind of like rewards you may collect from mining where that will be allocated? Okay. Yeah, yeah, actually. That's that kind of crazy. Uh, that was brought up from one of the administrators. Uh, they let me know that all the profits uh, will be going to uh, the campus, which, I mean, <laughs> if I wasn't mining already, I would have been like, oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, set up my, I set up my own home mine a while back, um, which with all, all S9s. Okay. Sure. Yeah. No. Okay. So that's really interesting. So it's a Bitcoin mining and UTXO management exactly. club. Yes. Club. Okay. So yeah. So what made you land on like doing exactly that mining and UTXO management? That seems like two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So my thing was um, there's some computer science majors, um, both technical and non-technical majors. Who have an interest in hardware, um, but they are very scared of the coding side of software. Yeah. Um, so my approach was to have them have a hands-on type of feel with taking apart these miners, cleaning them, yeah. and putting them together to kind of incentivize that type of um, urge to see what's behind the hood. Yeah. Um, so once they see how non-scary the hardware is, hopefully yeah. uh, we can bridge them onto like the software approach. Um, to get them onto something like like Spare Wallet, where they can actually see each individual wallet and then manage the funds um, from that wallet and okay. directly send them to the Bitcoin uh, mining machine. So, okay. Uh, how that will go, um, I I only know it in practice. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Is another thing. Right. So, yeah. There will be a lot to learn. I feel like. Yes. Okay. So was um, was there ever a point for you where like approaching working on this Bitcoin stuff was intimidating? Is that kind of, because I kind of hear from your approach like you don't want it to be intimidating. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I, I get to live and operate at PubLab, so this is, uh, <laughs> I would say it's an intimidating uh, <laughs> a sphere, but everyone here is so very smart and, yeah. and talented, so unless you are someone who parts that, uh, it will be intimidating, so I take away that um, hunger and not necessarily competitive um, edge, but everyone here is working towards a goal uh, very fast and uh, very efficiently. So we take away that type of pressure to work for some type of goal and just do it all off of experience and learning. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we thrive it off of uh, uh, my group. Uh, I, I speak as a we because I, I run my own business, but uh, okay. this is not a, a business venture. This is strictly educational. Uh, but I, I really just want them to, I want my other students and my co-students to get hands, a hands-on approach to Bitcoin mining. Um, just from a, a very laissez-faire type of uh, approach, you know, very, very, very relaxed. Yeah, feel. right. Just not scared of them, so. Right, yeah. okay. Uh, I'm curious about like who you have learned from on like the hardware end of things. Yeah, okay, so quite a few. Um, I'll name the YouTube guys first. Um, so we have technically Kaboom Racks because um, they're introductory videos on you know how to do this, how to do this. I've watched every one minute, five minute video at least like five times, especially when like I have to reset a minor. Um, so okay. Shout out uh, Kaboom Racks. Also okay. Uh, BTC Sessions. Okay. Um, yeah. A home run. Yeah. Uh, for anything related to node running, uh, anything Bitcoin related. Uh, from an educational standpoint. Um, and then we also have uh, the other one, Boss Coin, who's more of a, a general approach okay. um, to Bitcoin. Uh, 
are really cryptocurrencies. Okay. Uh, but either way, he has hour-long videos that go into um, how to set up and manage a, a, a large-scale Bitcoin mining rig, which is how I initially started, was home mining. Yeah. Um, and that involves a lot of... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I see the light flashing, and I'm like, oh, I guess it must be working, so I'll uh, yeah. Well, you can you can hear you can hear it you can right, hear I'll, yourself. I'll you want to listen to yourself talk? You did. Yeah. Okay. What were you streaming? Yeah. If it looks like it fits on you. Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> um. I forgot what you, you were talking about. Oh, just uh, you said Voss. Is it Voss? Uh, yeah, Voss coin. coin? Okay. Yeah. So he has maybe like hour long. The, the really, really good videos, of course, YouTube. Uh, it's it's kind of difficult with the uh, self promotion. Uh, but. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the hour long videos where he goes into um, breaking down new miners, uh, maintaining miners. Okay. Uh, anything from the old S9 uh, videos, which are like years old, to the ultimately new, new, new. Um, I think we have like a Monero miner, which is like a, okay. a combination of like a, a, a hybrid async miner with Man. something nasty like a. This a, world is so crazy. Shift. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's like my thing is it pulls. Apparently, it's not as efficient as I'm not. You know. Yeah. 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 Very, very lightly here. Okay. That video and his interpretation of mining from his setup, it wasn't as efficient as he had originally hoped. Oh, okay. Which for me, like uh, my mining setup is much less uh, of a demand uh, intensive setup. Okay. Um, so setting up that type of miner is just not viable. So mm. having going through that information and then testing and then going through um, like asigminervalue.com uh, and then comparing actual you know, efficiency rates like. I take away all of that for, of course, I'll provide this information to my students, uh, but going in beforehand with this information helped me um, set up my own efficient mining rig, which was, you know, completely run off of solar, minus when I charge it at night. Ooh, cool. Okay, I was going to, I have some questions about that, but I want to ask you some more about the club. Yeah, yeah. So is your university going to purchase miners? Will that be part of it? I want them to Can you talk miners. about that part? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I want them to purchase miners eventually, but um, the ones that they start off with, uh, I'll probably just provide okay. two uh, okay. S9s because I do have a pretty sophisticated rig, um, which not all miners are running. Um, I underclock them severely um, to be able to mine from home. Uh, yeah. Right now, it, it replaces uh, like a dollar cost, a DCA dollar yeah. cost averaging on strike. Yeah. So my thing is, um, I would ECA about 75 cents a day um, on strike, and I'm like, how do I get away from dollar cost averaging to this? I'm like, I'm, I'm big boy Bitcoin. I want to do bigger, big boy stuff. So no, that is, yeah, that's a big undertaking, though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I wish it was more efficient and profitable, but, you know, we're here to learn. So. You got to start somewhere exactly. also exactly. and just grow. Yeah. That's always the, if you're growing, that's a good sign. Yeah. 
I had one more question about the club. Oh, okay. Do you kind of have a sense of the like Bitcoin interest among like students with you? Yeah. And do you know who those people are who will probably be yeah, with yeah. you? They're they're all mostly computer science majors. Um, a lot of my circle is uh, other computer science students uh, who have interest in more hardware. So they, I don't want to um, generalize, but uh, a lot of our students they get recruited by smaller tech companies, uh, smaller on the scale that they're not paying tech companies. Okay. They're right. still pretty large. Right. Uh, yeah, no more name dropping, but just you know, <laughs> they're, they're pretty good. Pretty um, but they they have really just one goal um, in mind when they recruit. Mm -hmm. We have students who have other interests um, outside of just kind of working for um, a large corporation. Um, they have other projects. Uh, they have other self-hosted projects, and they are very much uh, sovereign individuals. Yeah. Um, a lot of students, at least from my university, they aren't uh, originally American. They come from places like Africa. You have um, a lot of Sudanese. Um, so it's very diverse when it comes to um, the African diaspora. So nice. It, it, it's amazing. It's like it, they have a very, a very uh, fundamental understanding of Bitcoin um, because it's already in use back at home and they see other people or other countries around them using Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a foreign, um, it's not like a foreign object to them. Yeah. It's more like a, a standoffish thing. So like their parents would handle things like Western Union transactions. Um, so they know it from hearing that. Yeah. About, okay, my parents could transact on this layer. Yeah. Cousin transacting Bitcoin. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's really cool and interesting. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, but I like, I like what you're saying, just, and that makes me think about like, I feel like people, my age and your age, because I feel like I, I guess we represent different age groups, but maybe we don't. Maybe we're the same age group. I don't know. We're not like super interested in like working for corporations, you know, like those big boys are going down. <laughs> self-interest and then community interest yeah so people are becoming a little bit more community centric um, and it's just not a good life kind of like it's kind of like slaving for something some like entity that like you don't really get to know personally yeah. or you don't really even get to like know like it's the reach of a brand it's not like the reach of like people so you're just kind of like plugging into a machine exactly, exactly. we don't do that yeah. we're out of the matrix now exactly. <laughs> Sure. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, how did you get into um, the technical space of Bitcoin? Yeah. Um, because obviously you were in the heart of technical hmm. um, So, how did you get introduced to that, and how do you maneuver that environment mm. um, as things grow? Yeah. Okay, uh, my experience is pretty limited, but it kind of it kind of begins with just Austin. My husband is the one who like preached Bitcoin to me for a while, and then when I started paying attention, I was pretty consumed with just like learning as much as I could, um, and it was great because as soon as I like didn't understand something, which was just about like every time I read something new, 
I would just like have to ask. I had Austin to ask about it, right, right. and he is already like really good at explaining things. So basically, it all begins and ends with just like his interest right. in Bitcoin, and then like his. Um, I guess it's a commitment that he has to like work on Bitcoin. That's all he wants to do, um, and I understand it and have the same desire. So that's what like got us here into Austin, just because. I mean, it really has a lot to do with like me and Austin's relationship, but I, I'm just happy to be along for the ride. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, my understanding kind of goes as deep, my technical understanding goes as deep as like using Bitcoin for myself. So I, I know I, I want to understand as much as I can about like how the wallets work, but mostly on like the software end, just because of like my, my user experience with Bitcoin is like probably as deep as my like technical understanding is going to go. So that also kind of makes sense because um, I am like, what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to learn and like contribute to is uh, Bitcoin design. Mm, oh, definitely a big, big UI Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take, I mean, you've been looking, I guess you've been looking at like Sparrow Wallet, yeah. but like. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's a great tool, you know, like shout out Cold Card, shout out like yeah. all the, the cold storage devices that uh, use these wallets. Um, that use these, uh, yeah, wallets. Uh, but please make them nicer. Yeah. Um, we're trying to spread awareness and onboard people who aren't as technical. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Colors, yeah. Um, use things that people already know. Like, I know a lot of a lot of wallets. Like, I hear a lot of kind of like when decisions are being made or like critiques are thrown out about them a lot of the questions are like um how do you what do you abstract from the user like what do they not really need to understand just like know what's happening behind and like what do you explain to them or like basically give them warnings of like oh you're about to do this thing it's probably not a good idea right. like i know that like mutiny has kind of like built a few of those like types of like error messages or i guess warning messages into the experience um yeah, and I, I heard this guy talking about this recently. Uh, I, I, last night I was watching a talk. This guy did at Baltic Honey Badger this year. And he was talking about just like, um, we've, we've grown up with Apple and like Apple products were like designed the shit out of and just like made to like, you can pick it up out of the box and you know how to use it. And you, you know like the next day, like it's, it's now yours and you like know how it operates, ins yeah. and outs. Um, so yeah, just kind of like that as like a model. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Like we have had the same device since like 2001. I am still rocking with an iPhone 6. See, I don't know how, I don't know how y'all can do I don't know I either. <laughs> I, like, I won't buy like the newest one because like a thousand per iPhone is were wild. But, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I still have like a 10X ass, which is like 2013. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not 2013. 2018, maybe? Okay. I've had the same phone since I was a freshman in college. Okay. And we graduate. It's the same, like the actual same, like the body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to be proud of that. Yeah, you know, no breaks, screen cracks. Right. You got to be proud of that. Unless you're losing, like, the tempered glass. I don't think I have tempered glass on my Okay. 
Wow. Okay, that is impressive. Deal with it. Here I can cover up my. You guys see we got a big fence stick on the back. That's amazing. That is like uh, that is like an artifact, just like the back of your phone, like both of those things exactly. together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might actually put the uh, what is it, the, the vaccine, deep, the vaccine card, and uh, anyone knows if for the deep, deep, deep partners. Yeah. Later, there's this thing called the response. Um, we do oh. Card in, um, uh, What's it made of? It's it's well, you can have plastic. I think it's a. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. It's fireproof. Waterproof. You can have like locks in it. It's, it's oh, very good for okay. its purpose. Um, but you can. I don't, I don't want to give away too much juice, but you can cut out the foam and you can add things in there. Oh so, yeah. Um, definitely think about um, putting in other things than cards and signing price in there. Maybe some stickers. Yeah. You know, like raw Bitcoin. Uh, you know, uh, community built uh, art. Mm. I, I feel like it'll be worth more than some Bitcoin uh, ordinals or NFTs. In yeah, so, yeah, uh, same. Put it in the vault. Exactly. The physical things exactly. in the vault, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks for the question. Uh, we just resurrected PBS, so um, this is the second week. <laughs> and I'm nervous. You're making me nervous now because I'm like, oh, we're we gonna lose steam the second week. No, no, just keep bringing on people. <laughs> uh, That's everybody. Everybody should be. Literally, literally. I mean, everyone here, like they, they know what they're doing. They know like what they're. I don't even talk about what I know. I don't even talk about what I build. So. Oh. No, you know a lot. Yeah, hey, like, you're a very impressive young man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I talk I talk a lot of trash on college, but that's because I got a liberal arts degree, and I am glad that I did it. Literally, I don't regret it. Yeah. I just wish like somebody would have like sat down and actually like talked with me about like okay what are you gonna do after college, <laughs> like what's important to you after you finish like what will you do with this stuff? Nobody, I don't know. I was totally alone on figuring that out. Yeah. Yeah. No, she came on last time. She sat on my lap. I was going to see if she'd do it again. Uh, so this is your first time at visiting Pleb Lab here, right? Yes. This location. Okay, what do you think? This is peak. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. But yeah. Y'all don't see this wall like here displaying all of the Bitcoin stuff. Like, absolutely. Like, come on. Like, this is like... And it's not just the things, but the people as well embodying the things that are in here. So it's very much an echo chamber, not in a negative way, but like a very good echo chamber for uh, work ethic, uh, values, you know, uh, 
just anything you want to build around, anything you would like bring your dogs around, anything like you would want to bring your family around. Like I brought my mom to my very first um, uh, presentation, and it was like an AI, AI presentation on how to use uh, the new tools that were coming out. This was like back a year ago, everything was dropping. But that was the type of community, this type of community like, where you could bring your parents to um, on your birthday. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was like, your birthday, <laughs> like, too, yeah. Like, so, like, where else could you do that? Oh, like, man, it was cool. Exactly. You know? No, but, like, work ethic, too, is, like, a huge, like, and also it kind of, like, it's just kind of taken as a given. Like, nobody sits around and talks about, like, oh, I'm going to work hard today. It's just, like, it's just natural. It's just what goes on here. We're just after it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish the spirit of of working hard was with me more than it is sometimes, but I have the excuse of like I'm an artist, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, you did. Where is it right now? Whoa! Wait, how did I found I stumbled upon a golden nugget? Now we have yeah, something else to talk about. Okay. I'm snapping. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay, you said it's called the Stone Briar. Yeah, it was actually an old people's home. Like they is that on Congress? It is. I've it seen is. it. Whoa. Okay. Okay. So that's where this—that's their community space. Yeah, there's like 50 something artists there. Uh, what the heck? Wow. Like sculpture art, like canvas art, um, paint, body paint art. There's, there's a therapist there. So. Okay. Yeah, it's very good. It's a very. Uh, Shoot. I would love to go there. It's yeah. December 1st. It's a show. Yes. It's a show happening, and you're in it. Yes. yes. That is huge. Man. So you got multiple. I do. I do. Whoa. You're blowing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I saw your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that that was where that's where you're putting the AI art. That's where I put the AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but this thing you painted. This is real. This is actual like actual art. So it's it's a multi-dimensional um, art piece. I use mixed media. Um, I use acrylic paint, and then I also did something else with like a 3D texture. Whoa. Slap it on another layer of acrylic and let it dry. Um, oh yeah. That is really cool. <laughs> Man, uh, I I also have been working on a canvas product pro project this year, just acrylic, just acrylic paint, and I kind of don't like it. I wish, well, it's 
I don't I don't like working with the acrylic paint. I wish I was working with oil paint. But um just, yeah, it's just been it's just been slow going. I've just been trying to like What do you paint? Like what's your style? Well, so it's it's from a photo that I took. I'm just trying to like um kind of do like a interpretive representation of the photo. Or maybe not interpretive, but um what's the word? Yeah, impressionist. Ah, okay. Impressionistic. Leave the impression of the photo on the canvas. And it's a picture that I took from the old pleb lab. I was like standing up on the like catwalk outside. Okay. And it's like of the building across the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, it's not ready yet because I was I've been okay, so it's like I'm trying to leave like the impression of the photo. And I took the picture because like the windows had like really interesting soft colorful light coming out of the windows from like people's apartments. Okay. And I just wanted the impression of that light to be like the focus of the painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but that that, that part it. though, yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard. Man, that. The thing about that is, like, I still, I have a really hard time calling myself an artist now, even. Like, I still, I feel like uh, I'm just pretending to, like, yeah. be, like, doing art. But I guess, I guess always. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I grew I've, that's kind of, like, always been, like, the separation I've had from, like, the rest of my family is that, like, I'm just kind of into, like, doing the arts and crafts and they're into, like, the sports. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like the extent of like interest for me is just like physical activity is good for you. Yeah, exactly. That's why you should probably have it in your life. But other than that, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be like reading a book. Exactly. <laughs> Staying fit, you know, fighting fit, but you know, yeah. the thing is we're losing a lot of brain power as technology becomes uh, technology. Yeah. Like, our generation, mm-hmm. like, the older generation's technology. This is like this is some heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, we don't wanna lose ourselves. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, have you been able to take any like art classes? Uh, when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, we did. No, like literature classes at school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have like standard, uh, like corporate classes. I know. Okay. I'll talk my first uh, institution. <laughs> so my first college was Morehouse College in Atlanta. Um, right. So we, I remember that you yeah. told me that. Yeah. Okay. I forgot. I forget. But I, I remember now that you say it. That was when I first got all of my gen ed classes out the way. Yeah. They did have art history along with philosophy. Okay. Which I was more interested in those classes than I was. Yeah. I run into business. I was like, you know, That's usually how the successful ones do it. I don't know. This is a 
Yeah. 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 Just don't ask for permission or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. I feel like the other thing about the framework that is like helpful is just like, yeah, you're gonna mess up, but you're just a humble pleb anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine. And we're young too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you do in the last 50 years, do you think? I would hope I am sleeping. <laughs> just you know? uh, just become, like, like, like wise. Just, like, disseminate your wisdom. Yeah, I definitely want to do something like that. Um, but I feel like the pinnacles will reach far enough where I, when I've built enough, I feel definitely by the time where I'm, like, out of it, um, I want to be able to just have things kind of work for themselves. Yeah, okay. Um, like, build a community. You're talking about a legacy. You, yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, that's a fluid term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Legacy, uh, I, when I still say legacy, I think of like family values and mm. um, like others and mm. trying to raise your children right. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like community development, it's just being a good human. I think, you know, it's like not the best, you know, not every, there's no best human or whatnot, but if you have like Yeah. Not everybody has that gift. Yeah. And it's a it's a squandering thing if you do it for yourself. Mm. Like a billion dollars, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I totally agree. That was something that I was listening to on a podcast earlier this week that I liked was just like make things beautiful. Mm. There's another part to that, I forgot it. That was from Tucker Carlson. I was listening to Tucker Carlson. He's been going off. He's been going off and I'm like I might I might actually check that. <laughs> did he drop alien bombs that's like two conspiracies in one <laughs> yeah i know i need to I, that's what i've heard that's where the that's where the fire is on twitter Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of see it as like a trend of like um, people, like I was kind of saying earlier, like pe we're not interested in like corp big corporations anymore. And the media companies are like the biggest corporations. Um, but I think the trend that you see happening is like um, independent media, like being a viable option for like, if you have a message to broadcast, you can use independent media and you can get it out there and you can like make something like real out of that. So what I think is exciting 
is that like everybody's niche interests find an audience mm -hmm. and then it's like the mainstream doesn't really exist anymore but the other side of that is that there's like no no one reality that unites everybody mm. um yeah. so you know it's like there's some good and there's some bad always Yeah. Yeah, that that one's cuz it's like if you're if you're out there like looking for the information that I don't know, you you like you put forward like what you get back. So if you're out there like looking for like untruths or whatever, you're going to find it. But if you're out there looking for truth, you're going to find it too. Mm. So the good picture of like of like rising and decentralizing media is that like people become more able to distinguish signal from noise but that means like people have to become like a like pay a little pay a little bit more attention and just like become like sharper and like make better choices with like the entertainment they consume i know that kind of asks a lot but but i also know that at the same time everybody feels bad like a lot of the time with just like the type of like the way that like their f their relationship to their phone. It's a consumption thing. Like we all notice it. We all notice it. Yeah. So I think that me I think that's significant. I think just like that, it is a felt experience of like, this doesn't actually help me. This doesn't actually feed me. What does feed me? I'm gonna go find that. Um, how do you think we can get people to that mentality of uh, this doesn't feed me? I need to go find something that is actually like sustenance. Yeah. Right. Um, everyone else who's on the wave, uh, how do we get them to the point of putting down their phone? You <laughs> know, this is interesting because I don't think I would have said this except for outside of this conversation, but your question makes me think of like, well, you can incentivize people to like use platforms that are going to be going to be like a better source mm -hmm. than like the ones that are available, so like incentivize it like with money, like zap mm, people. <laughs> bully people, <laughs> bully people off of a platform. Oh. Yeah, but what do you think about that? Like, because, so I wouldn't have said that outside of the context of this conversation because I don't really think that Noster is <laughs> a, like a social media alternative. I don't think of it that way. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that part. Yeah, let's. I mean, we can we can delve into technicals and whatever. Uh, but when it comes to like the social media thing, like my I I'm an avid user of the interactor experience. Um, so I before I started stacking uh, with the Sprite PCA, uh, we started on Bitcoin Magazine and of course Stacker News over here. Yeah. Um, way back when when we had the uh, Blue Wallet before started closing channels and stuff and that's when I stopped really using um, Stacker News as like a 
mm, yeah. ECA thing. Yeah. Um, and then just started interacting with that application. And even then, as I was getting like SATs, like thousands of SATs for interacting with people, the only downside for me was, oh, I can't withdraw it. But I was still out just zapping and like cheering on other people yeah. and reading. Right. And that was an incentive for them because I know when I was starting off and I got like 10 SATs, but that was that was a mind-boggling thing for me. Yeah. Now they're getting like hundreds of chats for like posting a really good forum post. Right. That type of incentive to have them. Right. Continue on like posting good content. Right. And getting rewarded for good content. Yeah. That, that, like, is my upvote equal to like an amount of sats? It's sats might be a big jump for them. Yeah. So if we can, den I mean, minus denominating it in US fiat, um, having bridging that connection educationally or theoretically for them. Right. That would be like mid. Right. Like Mid-transition. Right. And I feel like a lot of this stuff that I do can like make sense to an average person. And then I like tell them about it. Like I tell my friends about it. I'm like, hey, like I watched this YouTube video and it was like super useful. It taught me something I needed to know. And then I just like my Albi wallet was open in the browser, so I just yeah. sent that sent payment to that person directly. Isn't that cool? I didn't send it to YouTube. I sent it to that guy right then, and they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's a good so, gift. I feel like that really happened since, like, what you're saying, like yeah. the recession or whatever, like causing people to want to create more. I feel like that really happened yeah. during COVID. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, some good came from that for sure. But this is actually so true. I'm just thinking about it now because, like, in the book that I wrote, I wrote I wrote a book about my grandpa, like in 2021, um, and in like, there's like a, a prologue where I I was talking about that. I was talking about like, so like at this point in my life, like COVID had happened. I don't know what it means, but it sort of like is a catalyst for this book existing. So I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I was just thinking about that guy. Dude, we're on the same vibe, I think. Oh. 
All right, that's okay. I've seen your dog. I've seen one of your dogs. Because remember I ran into you in the park? Yeah. <laughs> that was like a year ago or more maybe. That's funny. Wow. Very active then. She needs to walk. Uh-oh. That's a fun house. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fur, yeah, yeah, sure. All right, well, I really appreciate your time. That was really fun. Come back again next Friday or, like, whenever. No way. No way. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> this is real. These are the big boys. Yeah, for sure. I don't know either. I'm going to blow this balloon up, though. I'm about to smoke a cigarette and go walk my dog. Bye, Marcus. Oh, that was really, that was, that gave me a headache immediately. I tried to blow up this balloon and it gave me a headache immediately. Yeah. Uh, there's like, there's like a minute and a half, two, two and a half minutes. We're going to have two and a half minutes of Topher. I don't know. You tell me. Um, there's this, do you smell that like food? That's in the background? No. Really? I think uh, I think Michelle is eating something back there. Okay. It smells really delicious. Okay. Oh, so we okay, you gotta figure that out next, what you're gonna eat. Yeah, I think so. But what are you what are you guys doing right now? Uh so oh man, what aren't we doing? So we originally started playing around with lightning box. Yeah. Just kinda like took it off the shelf, started playing with it. Yeah. Uh, realized that I didn't pay my voltage bill, so it doesn't work. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to have to go fix that. Yep. Um, then we start playing around with Llama. What's that? It's, um, it's a language learning model that was released by Facebook. Open source. <laughs> so, okay. Does it suck? <laughs> and uh, we're looking up like how much it's going to cost for us to buy a computer that can run like, the really big version of Llama. Okay. 70 billion parameters. A really smart version of Llama. It's just language, though. It's just language. Like, it's just a chat GPT. Yeah. It's like having your own chat GPT. Do you know what happened to... I heard something about Sam Altman getting... Uh, ch changing career paths or something. What? I never heard that. I heard a rumor. I guess I didn't hear a rumor. I can't really say that. I read a tweet <laughs> about Sam Altman being fired. Being fired? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Interesting if true. Interesting if true. I don't know. Didn't hear enough about it to really. Do you really even mention it? So I hoped that you knew more. I but could fact check you in real time. Okay, let's do it. Because if Sam Altman was fired, then uh, it would be like top story. Are you checking LinkedIn? Oh yeah, OpenAI's board has fired Sam Altman. Whoa! That's wild. That's true. That's wild. Is it true? How do you know it's true? 
What are we looking it's at? It's on Hacker News. It must be true. It's on Hacker News. It must be true. No, Sam Altman the real fired. Is, did this get cross posted? He knows. Stacker News. Do you knew it already? Yes, it did. So now it's on Stacker News too. Wow. So, okay, so that? I really knew what I was talking about. <laughs> is that like a takeover? That that has to be like some alphabet agency takeover. Alphabet yeah. agency takeover. Yeah, there's no reason why you would fire Sam Altman. Like he built like one of the greatest AI companies that are currently standing. And he's been very very open about like his ethics involved in doing so. Yeah. I'm very surprised that they would fire him. Mm. It's wild. What do you think? That he knows something? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen to him? You think he's being persecuted? Wait, that's interesting. That is interesting. A fatal flaw, an unknown flaw with like the with like the functionality. So maybe like all of ChatGPT is just gonna like blow up at at the end of the week. Yeah, it would be awesome. I think that would be awesome. That's like a good problem to have. Okay. Too many people want to use your product, and you just can't keep up. Right. Like a good problem to have. Well. Wow. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know anything about that. That's a developing situation. It's a developing situation, yeah, but so you heard it here first. We were uh, we're trying to build our own model, and uh, it appears that we need a really beefy computer to do so. So we were shopping yeah. on Amazon. <laughs> okay. Computer parts. Okay. Uh, Excuse yeah, me. So I think that brings us up to date to what me and Jim are doing in the corner. Okay. Uh, that brings us up to an hour of this stream. So let's call it at that. Yeah. Should we shout out Flip's giving tomorrow? Um, I did at the top, but let's give an update. We now have a, a pleb lab full of leaf balloons, so and also letter balloons that I believe are going to spell Friendsgiving. Nice. So it's going to be a really good time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. It's going to be uh, kind of like a housewarming. Yeah, that's true. What are you going to bring? Ooh, something from Costco. Okay, I'm just going to bring only beer. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of bringing uh, some kind of soup. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Or... Oh, yeah. Did you not? You haven't signed up on the Google Doc, No, bro? well, I saw it briefly, and then it was taken away. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it was in the Keep Austin Plebs. Oh, it so was. It's oh, it's in Slack. in Slack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have to go find it. All right. Well, we're going to shut it down, and we're going to be back next week. Yeah. At 6 o'clock, PBS. <laughs> Peace out.